Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke. Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest. Your hermitage of the heart. Your monastery of the mind, where we lift our hearts and minds to heaven, mispronounce things, and talk about the interior life. Right. I I was wondering. I mean, I didn't know what divine was. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> divine. Uh, divine. Divine so, Intimacy yeah. Radio. Okay. So It's good to be here with you. It's good to be with EW. You know what? I love those people at EWTN. They're awesome. Yeah. Very good, good to us. Let us do this show. And we're grateful for them. And of course, I worked with them for years. And uh, anyway, let's jump into questions about prayer. Okay. Q&A right. today. How can I deal with nagging thoughts as I enter into prayer and then in th that end up distracting me in prayer? Why don't I give it a shot? Uh, and then mm -hmm. I know you will have some good additional stuff. Oh, I don't know about that, but you know, I do. Go ahead. Well, yeah. So just personal admissions here. I have huge problems with my brain. Um, and I know you're married to me and you held back right when I said that. I can attest to that. You can attest to that. I have huge problems with my brain. That's why I make sure you have all your supplements every day and make sure you <laughs> eat a healthy diet because I'm just praying that we're going to protect that brain of yours. Right, right. So. I think you're going to suffer a lot in my old age. <laughs> or vice versa. But anyway, so, um, so I have huge issues with distractibility and there's a handful of things that, that I do that are in the book into the deep, which I'm pretty sure you can get at EWTN's religious catalog. But um, so in that book, I'll talk about what's in the book and then something outside of the book that's that, that I, the other day I was doing and I thought I've never talked about this. In into the deep, we talk about sacred time, sacred space, sacred attention. So time always as early as possible. Groggy monkeys rarely cause a ruckus. Monkeys are, a euphemism is that the right word for distractions um so when you're a little groggy it's best so early in the morning is best especially before you start the day and your mind gets active about everything i've just never met anyone i don't know have you met anyone who prays mental prayer at night in a way where they're able to be fully present silent with the lord and that sort of thing um, it, when I have, it's been a very special grace and it's been given usually to a mother, mm -hmm. um, who's got uh -huh. a lot of children and right. that's like the only time that she can have. Mm -hmm. And the Lord just accommodates her and, and gives her what she needs. That and she has a so good husband beautiful. that gives her the time. Right? right. So it's like, okay, all, you know, everything is aligned perfectly and that's her time. So sacred time every day, the exact same time. It trains your body and your mind. This is the time for prayer. Um, the second thing is sacred space, which is making sure that you have a beautiful space to pray in. Not a lot of, doesn't have to be expensive, but just with the little, I mean, I started decades ago with a little icon of Jesus and Mary and a little candle, even before I was Catholic, when I was an Anglican seminarian. And uh, so sacred space only used for prayer and then sacred attention Lexio Divina is what we recommend. But if you want to learn all of the details about that into the deep, is the book I wrote. But this morning, I, I was thinking about what I was doing and realized I was doing something that actually helps me with this problem. 
mm-hmm. or the yesterday morning, can't remember which. But anyway, so I don't, because I'm so distractible, the goal is do not look at I things or E things, nothing digital, nothing electronic in terms of not, I do use a timer on my phone. I do use some prayers on my phone, but I don't have, I have zero uh, notifications. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The So I think notifications are evil and some of you are going to be, you know, thinking I'm crazy, but the folks who design these things, it's, it's not a secret. Uh, we read an article not too long, not too long ago that even trained psychologists who, who are violating their Hippocratic oath are contributing to the design of software that causes them to be addictive. Uh, so the notifications I think are part of that issue because it causes you to think in very short bursts. You can't, it'll disrupt your ability to read and to pray. And I, I just think they're, they're bad for you. So I turn off all notifications and I even have an iPad that has no extraneous things on it, except for prayer things, you know, which can help. So that's one, uh, one thing to do. But the other thing I do is usually starting as I'm rolling out of bed, one of two prayers are on my lips that I repeat over and over and over until I get to prayer to block out intrusive thoughts and start getting on a process of thinking. I'm either praying St. Michael, the archangel prayer, defend us in battle, depending on what my dreams were like before I woke up or how I'm feeling or whatever. Or the other one I pray is the the version of uh, uh, an extraction from St. Alphonsus Liguri, Station of the Cross, uh, uh, configured in my own way. I love you, Jesus, my love. Grant that I might love you always and do with me as you will. So I'm repeating those as I'm brushing my teeth, as I'm weighing myself, as I'm sitting down, so that I'm taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ, as Scripture says we should, St. Paul in Corinthians. And I'm deciding what's in my head. Now, sometimes I'll also pray, play chant, depending on how much I'm struggling. But I'm deciding what's in my head so that when I sit down, I'm only thinking about the Lord. And I still have challenges, but they're a lot less because of all of that. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you do? To- um, well, I, I have learned that I have to be very still. So I don't allow myself to, you know, like, because I go into the, so the first thing I do is I get up and I wash my face, brush my teeth. Um, I don't change clothes because then I become active. Mm-hmm. Um, I go get a cup of coffee. I mean, you pray in your PJs? I do. Oh, and it's Lord. glorious. Okay. And, and I, I go get a cup of coffee and then I go to my, my sacred space, which has, you know, Icons. Icons or statues that are very dear and, and you precious got like to me. Candles. Some some I yeah, I have some candles that I light. It's not <laughs> three hundred. Uh. Um, and I have a specific spot in our bedroom in the corner that I use as our sacred space. And and it's a it's a place of love for me because everything that's there has been chosen out of an act of love and devotion. So, you know, I have this beautiful space. And this very quiet place. I also, one of the things that is huge for me is I pray in the dark. So I want to keep your thought. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke with Divine Intimacy Radio. We're talking about how to stay focused in prayer. 
and Stephanie, uh, you know, dealing with out of control thoughts as we're entering into prayer. Stephanie's describing her morning routine that helps to mitigate that. So you, you, as I interrupted you, you said you were praying, you pray in the dark. Mm-hmm. How do you read? Well, I have a little nightlight. On- so, so if I need, if I need to see a particular prayer, I will, you know, turn on the nightlight and then I'll turn it off. But really it's me and complete darkness and a candle or two. And that is it. Um, and, you know, I've been at this so long that so many of my prayers are uh, memorized mm-hmm. by God's grace. You know, he's allowed me to memorize those. So I enter into prayer, I invoke the Holy Spirit, I enter into prayer, and I stay in that silence and in the darkness as well. So it's it's not only auditory silence, but it's also visual silence, as it were. Um, Except keep, for your holy space, right? Like the, the holy right. Objects. So if I open my eyes, my eyes are drawn to a beautiful Madonna, or they're they're drawn to a crucifix um, that you know I got that I I just think is beautiful. Um, so it's it's very quiet. Everything about it is quiet. I also don't have conversations with you. Um, you know, I purposefully don't go and start chattering and. I don't talk about the day. None of that. It is me and Jesus. I'm up, ready, coffee, you know, light my candle, sit down. I'm down for the count for, you know, whatever amount of time that I have. And it's just me and him and our lady. That's awesome. So we both do sacred time, exact same time every day, sacred space. And uh, sacred attention. And sacred attention. And, and I want to add one more thing. I always invoke the Holy Spirit. And if I'm having a a hard time, like if my brain is overly active or I find that I'm having disturbing or distracting thoughts, then what I do is I immediately go to my spiritual warfare prayers and pray those right after I invoke the Holy Spirit. The Auxilium Christianorum. The Auxilium Christianorum. And I also use the perimeter prayer Mm -hmm. from the deliverance prayers for the laity. And it's a game changer, I will tell you. Yeah, deliverance prayers for the laity is published by Father Ripperger. I think the only place you can get it is at his uh, website. We'll put a link for that. Yeah, but the perimeter prayer and, and the auxilium prayer, um, doing that, it, it just kind of pushes back the darkness so that if 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 any of it is nefarious, because it's from, you know, the minions, um, then, you know, it, it's going to keep it out. So it's really helpful to me. In our prayer book, in a, the Apostle VA Community Prayer Book, it also has a great prayer that I like to use, which is De- Jesus dispel the darkness around me jesus dispel the distractions within me jesus draw my heart and mind to you yeah which is a great spiritual warfare prayer if you want to take a free course on mental prayer and uh, gain some uh, more wisdom on this directly and a little more in depth uh, head out to apostoliva.org a-p-o-s-t-o-l-i-v-i-a-e.org and there's a bunch of free courses out there. You can also take, there's a course at the Avila Institute uh, called um, uh, Foundations of Prayer in Union with God that I teach uh, on all of this as well, on how to deepen your your prayer life. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I think these practices have kept me really sane. I do also do, the other one that you do that I do it's, is intermittently in the dark, you know, and I have a little, uh, I have a lamp, that I use for my opening prayers that I don't have, I, I don't memorize as well as you do. And then if I'm going to do any spiritual reading, I have a little 
uh, amber lamp that's not glowing and waking, you know, getting me to, to awake. That's helpful as well. Yeah. Okay, cool. Great. So when we get back from the break. We're going to continue to talk about prayer. We're going to specifically answer the question. Uh, scripture speaks of prayer without ceasing. How is this possible? How do I, how do I get to this prayer without ceasing? Uh, it's not an easy thing to do, and uh, there's some secrets I think that we can share that, in some way, involve what we've already talked talked about. Um, but after the break, when we get back, divine, we'll be back with Divine Intimacy Radio. Make sure you go out to spiritualdirection.com to get thousands of articles on the interior life, video as well, and audio. All of our shows are out there. All of the books that we uh, have written or whatever are out there. Thousands and thousands and thousands of blog posts, yeah, articles. Great stuff. Awesome material, honestly. Right. So we'll be right back. Hi, friends. We want to personally invite you to check out all of our upcoming retreats here at Avila. Head over to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events or click on the events tab on the top of spiritualdirection.com and sign up now for one of our powerful mini retreats, setting the captives free or into the deep or divine intimacy in marriage. Now with both live and online options, our mini retreats can be live streamed right into your living room or parish meeting room. Discover why these events sell out time and time again. That's spiritualdirection.com forward slash events register today there is a growing need for well-formed solid spiritual directors in the church today the avila institute in collaboration with heart of christ spiritual direction program offers a certificate in spiritual direction for those who feel called to accompany others in their journey towards god the program is grounded in ignatian and carmelite spirituality based on a catholic worldview and draws on the wisdom of the saints with an emphasis on biblical principles in the new evangelization this program offers both online and on-site classes Discover more and apply today at avala-institute.org. Welcome back to Divine Intimacy Radio. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke. We're talking about difficulties and distractions in prayer. And the next question we had is, the scripture speaks of prayer without ceasing. How is this possible? So if you, you know, it, it's, it's noted um, by Jesus to, to, to pray without ceasing and also uh, by St. Paul. But I think for a lot of people, uh, prayer without ceasing is like how the, I, you know, I don't even pray well as it is. And what are you doing? Are you talking all the time? And, and that sort of thing. Before the break, we talked about uh, some secrets to dealing with distractions and how you can move into your morning prayer life, prayer time without, by mitigating distractions. There's some secrets in that, so foundationally, if you do not have a set time for prayer every day where you practice mental prayer, if you don't know what that is, go take the course at Apostle VA. A lot do of people, that first. A lot of people don't know what that is. Into yeah. the Deep, my book also covers that. But that's the most important kind of prayer because that's the prayer that draws you closest to Jesus. Uh, the rosary is up there too, and of course you should pray the rosary every day. People always want to make sure I say that, and I do, and we do pray the rosary every day. But daily mental prayer is the most important kind of prayer outside of the Mass for the laity and, I think, for priests and religious. So as you practice that, especially mental prayer, what will normally happen is it will bleed out and affect your life as a whole. I mean, St. Alphonsus agree. We just brought a wonderful book 
back into print by him called Prayer, a Great Means of Salvation. And you can get that at EWTN's Religious Catalog and uh, spiritualdirection.com forward slash shop. And in that, he notes that, you know, if we don't practice mental prayer, we won't see our defects. We won't even care about them. We'll be blind to who we are. No self-knowledge. You know, we won't have the virtues rising up in us, sin decreasing, all of that. So when all of that occurs, of course, it is normal to become more aware of God and more present to God in our life in general. I've, and so you've been doing mental prayer since 2006, seven. Uh, probably 2006 is when, right. yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, when we started in in uh, spiritual direction together. together anyway. Yeah, um, before we got married, mm -hmm. it has transformed my life. It has transformed me. It has transformed our marriage. It's transformed our relationship with our children, mm -hmm. with our family members. Um, I I can't even tell you all the effects of right. just making the decision to walk with the Lord and get to know him, right? Yeah. It's such a beautiful grace. And one of the things, and and I, you know, I haven't read this anywhere, but I'm telling you, I've seen it over and over and over again through all of my directees, through these, I don't know, how many years, 17 years uh -huh. um, or 15 years or whatever. I'm, my math's terrible this morning. Um, I have watched this happen in person after person. When an individual decides to undertake mental prayer, mm -hmm. to draw near to the Lord and believe that the Lord will draw near to them, which is a scriptural promise, I have watched them be transformed and then watched their relationships be transformed and grace be set off in and around them in crazy ways, crazy ways that they would not think possible. Yeah. It is mystical. It's true. When we draw near to the Lord and he purifies us and heals us and draws him to ourself, to himself, then he sets loose graces in and through us to those around us. It's beautiful. So perfect foundation for how do I pray without ceasing is right. to begin every day with a specific time you set aside for prayer right? and specifically for mental prayer. Okay. Then, and then I described why it's so important, right? You know the effects of it, right? Um, let, so one of the ways that I practice praying without ceasing is I ask, because that's a grace. You know, it's not something that I can will myself to do, yeah. Because there's a million distractions, a million voices in my life. What do you mean by you? You ask. What does that mean? I, I actually ask the Lord as I rise from prayer, for that please grace. allow me the grace to abide in you mm -hmm. and to stay with you. Stay with me, Lord, and allow me to stay with you as I go throughout my day. And so how does that end up playing out? Well, for one thing, the things that I can do that are within my control that I've done um, specifically over the years is I've gotten rid of the noise in my life. Yeah, There was a time in my life the TV was on. 24-7. Yeah. It was some news program, whatever, right? Something constantly going. I no longer have a TV running in the background. I have music on occasion, but it's music that draws me to Chant worship or, 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 or it's to draws me to worship, you know, yeah. to sing because I'm a, I used to be a vocalist. So, you know, it, it'll draw my heart to pray that way. It'll draw my heart to a stillness with 
if it's in chant or it's just silence and it's an interior dialogue. And I find that the prayers of my morning are offering are often echoing in my mind. Mm. And I, I believe that that's a grace. You know, when we talk about going into prayer and then it spills out into our day, I believe that the Holy Spirit prays within us. And you just said something really beautiful and powerful. The prayers of the morning echo in your mind. Right. And that's that's really awesome. The other thing we do, and I don't I want you to keep going if you have more, but I want to make sure, you know, is that we pray the liturgy of the hours. So every day, for instance, at another portion of the day and at noon, we come together as an Avala, the staff of the Avala Institute who are local, and then so we zoom people in. And then uh, uh, we do noon prayer, mm -hmm. midday prayer, basically. And uh, of course, uh, do, depending on the season, we'll sing the Regina Chaley or we'll do the Angelus together, that sort of thing. So we intersperse formal prayers at, at, at three, three different, uh, at least three different parts of the day, formal prayers. So that also helps to push out little extensions from those and did you want to add anything? Because I want to make sure I get one more in, I think. No, I think that's that's it. It's, it's what I find is when I go into deep, deeply into mental prayer and I ask the Lord to stay with me, that he honors that request. Mm -hmm. Right. And so then I find myself drawn back into prayer or or I'll I'll hear a hymn or I'll hear the court, you know, the line of a of a song that always draws my heart and mind. That's why, and, I, and I'll say this, if we want to abide in the Lord, be very careful what you subject yourself to. What kind of content you put in your head. Yes, and what, and what you listen to, what you see, down to the minutia. If you want to abide in the Lord, you need to purify your senses, and the way to purify your senses is to get rid of it and to guard yourself from it. Because I can tell you that the more you go into prayer and you allow yourself to be subjected to some of these things, even mundane or even not trying to do anything wrong, you see something and it ends up showing up in your prayer. Yeah. And you're like, what, what, you know, why am I focusing on that? It has nothing to do with the Lord. Lord, I'm sorry. Blessed mother, take this out of my memory and allow me to stay with the Lord. And that supplication to our lady to come in and purify and to help me stay centered on the Lord is always a great help as well. So this is not just about strength of the will. It's also about supplicating our Lord and our lady to help you in your desires to stay with them. So the last one I think we have time for, I may, maybe we'll get to in, but one that I think is really important that I want to say is that when you practice daily mental prayer, and that's a norm after a time, it does naturally spill out into your day but you can purposefully do something that will help it to spill out. There, there's two things you can do. One is if the Lord reveals anything in prayer, make sure you, or you have any graces, uh, St. Francis de Sales talked about taking a nosegay, which is a strange old word, but it's basically a tuffet of flowers or a little group of flowers from your prayer out into the day, meaning if he moves and he reveals something to you, keep it on your mind and think about it all day. The other thing is uh, is something we talked about on the on the first half of the show, which is leveraging the wisdom of the Christian East. They use the Jesus prayer, 
where they talk about Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner, saying that over and over. That's one version of the Jesus prayer. But I do that uh, using the St. Alphonsus Liguri phrase, I love you, Jesus, my love, grant that I might love you always and do with me as you will. And so I try to constantly say that or pray that throughout the day, especially when I'm on the tractor or on the, or on the lawnmower here at the retreat center. It's just saying it over and over. And then as I will do a new task, offering up that task as an act of love to God because he's given us stewardship over these things and graced us with these things. And so now we're caring for them. Or we can do our jobs that he's given us to care for our families and you know, uh, take care of our needs and offer that up for him. And so my goal by the time I'm ready to leave this earth is that phrase will be endlessly in my heart and mind or on my lips all day, every day, outside of formal times of prayer. And what is it? I love you, Jesus, my love. Grant that I might love you always and do with me as you will. Yeah. Yeah. St. Alphonsus of Gori, Station to the Cross. Well, uh, if you are moved by these things and you're wondering, what is this mental prayer that they're talking about? Because it's not gimme prayer. It's not, it's not supplication. It's not, Lord, do this. Lord, fix that. Lord, remove this problem. Lord, solve this issue. It's about being intimate with Jesus, about knowing him, as he said, we must in order to get to heaven in scripture. Um, if you want to learn about that, we have free courses and formal courses. Free in So free informal, you can find out at apostolivia.org uh, on prayer the in other aspects of the interior life. And then if you want formal live online courses, you can get those at the Avila Institute. And I teach a number of courses, Foundations of Prayer and Union with God and Discernment of Spirits. But also we have amazing professors from uh, all different walks of the Catholic uh, uh, holy sphere, right? Right. That are teaching courses every day, uh, just about at the Avalanche. We have about 400 students a quarter. Uh, no, what? we have almost 700 students a quarter. Thank you. Yeah. So we have a lot of students. <laughs> And uh, 90 countries, so it doesn't matter where you are, uh, you can get the formation you need. We have priests, God be praised, religious, laity, We uh, we do, and they study side by side. We, we also do formation for priests in at least 37 dioceses. So if you want to join in this holy clan of, of uh, formation that really is endless, check out are the resources we provide, apostolivia.org, avila-institute.org, spiritualdirection.com. Our whole life is oriented uh, to providing you with what you need to get to heaven and to help others do the same. And to get us there, please, uh, well, well, that's how we get there, right? It's helping I, other people. I hope so. So uh, we hope we'll, you'll, you'll uh, check those By his out. grace. Okay, well, until next time, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire, spirit, soul, and body, irreproachable at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Learn more about the interior life. Visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.